My name is Jake McLean, and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. My name is Jake McLean, and I'm your host. Thought we'd do something a little bit different this week, so uh, thanks for tuning in. Lots of fun new updates. Uh, I don't know if uh, if you're a regular listener of the show, you'll notice that at the beginning of the show, you no longer hear the Patreon announcement. After experimenting with Patreon for a few months, uh, I decided to uh, pack it up and call it quits, but I want to give a special shout out to uh, those who supported the podcast on Patreon, they got their sticker in the mail and the and the whole bit. Uh, you can still cop a sticker uh, if you'd like by uh, writing a review. And if you screenshot it, send it to me, I will mail you out uh, your very own Life, Leadership, and Laugh sticker so that you can show your support for the show. But this week I wanted to take a little bit of time and talk about talk about inspiration. Now, I went to our uh, chapel service last week. Uh, it was a really great message, and I try to get out for as many as I can. But this past week, uh, our chaplain, Terry Oz, who's been on the show before, uh, gave us a little bit of a, a project, uh, some homework, she called it, uh, to uh, tell a little story about where we draw inspiration. Maybe it's from a quote, uh, people we want to emulate, uh, you know, something like that. And so um, I was sitting there in chapel right before it started, racking my brain trying to figure out the story that I would share with a chaplain. And then chapel got started, we started singing, and you all know how I get about music, and so I stopped uh, and uh, kind of was present for chapel. But I had to turn in this paper before I left, and I just couldn't really think of anything to put down to paper. And so I took a few uh, hours after chapel, and uh, here's what I came up with. I'll read you the email that I sent to our chaplain. So the quote I have in my office is from Will Rogers, who said, Even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. I mentioned that the quote inspires me because it always... uh, it tells me to always keep moving, despite whatever challenges you might be faced with. You know, even in my deepest struggles, I have found that uh, I found that God pulls me through. I've been blessed with uh, great intuition, uh, you know, which has allowed me to identify who I want to surround myself with and who I do not. I've been able to identify gifts early on in my career, so I know that at the moment that I'm in right now, Uh, I have my dream job, and I know that this is something that I'm supposed to be doing. And so I shared that because uh, when I was growing up, I think my my tragic flaw is that I am an overthinker. I will sometimes paralyze myself with, uh, with thinking about all of the various possibilities, all the various outcomes of situation I find myself could have. It's gotten me into uh, trouble a couple of times, but for the most part, um, you know, my mom always has uh, 
one of her sayings is, uh, well, one is it could always suck more. And then the other uh, is to uh, give your problems to God. Uh, give it to the big man upstairs uh, and he'll sort you out. And there have been plenty of times where there's been something that I think I want uh, and I'll work towards it. But I keep meeting some level of resistance that uh, makes me reflect about, is this something that is worth pursuing? You know, the very, very vivid example I have is uh, when I first graduated from undergrad, you know, I was uh, training to be a financial service representative uh, for a great company working with like terrific people. I mean, these, uh, the people I got to train with were rock stars and uh, just really, really uh, humble and good people. And, you know, I, I wanted to work with them. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have liked what I was doing necessarily, but I liked the people. And the day I was supposed to be getting my life and health insurance certification, uh, I got a phone call about a job at the college I had applied for, and uh, they invited me for an interview. And obviously the rest is history there, but I had been praying for weeks, for weeks, for something to come along that would help me improve my situation and get me out of the, out, off the track I was on because I knew I was not going to be happy in the career that I was training for. And ever since then, I have, uh, I wake up every morning uh, with the intention to do my best work. And I leave it all out uh, on the field uh, for a sports analogy. Uh, I, I give it everything I've got every day because I truly feel blessed to be able to do uh, what I do. I try to get out of my shell, get out of my, my own head from time to time because I know that if I just sit there, like the quote says, uh, I'll get run over. To the other part of that, uh, you know, my intuition uh, allowing, uh, being able to trust my gut and go be able to identify the, uh, situations I want to find myself in and, uh, the people who I want to surround myself with, you know, there's, uh, another, uh, another ism, another quote by a friend, uh, my friend Jake Doppler, who I'm hoping, uh, we'll have on the show sometime soon. So Jake, if you're listening, we got to get it on the books. But when we were in high school, I think it was high school. Uh, Jake said, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. There was a, a uh, often uh, I would, uh, you know, I had some great friends growing up. Uh, I, of course, I fell out of touch with some folks. Before I left for school, uh, there was a, a group of friends that I was pretty consistently hanging out with and around. And this one particular friend, he was just very... Um, I don't want to say he was negative because he was awesome to be around. You know, uh, everybody loved him. He was hilarious. But there were several times where uh, I felt like I was walking on eggshells anytime I was around this person. And if they were in a bad mood, then it was likely that the whole group would be in a bad mood. And it just made things really awkward. 
And so it got to the point where I was dreading being, uh, got to the point where I was dreading hanging out with this person. And that is never how you should feel about uh, people you call your friends. And they shouldn't make you feel that way. And so I tried to confront this friend on it a couple of times, and uh, every time I was met with hostility and just a, a deal of confrontation that I was not, I was not hoping for. I, in fact, was actively trying to avoid. Uh, and eventually, I just stopped hanging around this person uh, because it was the first time that it was ever clear to me that. Uh, there are some people you just grow away from. You might be friends with somebody for a long time, but then uh, you... Uh, it's not even that you grow apart. It's just that you grow at a different level. Uh, and sometimes you can't bring people with you. And I know that uh, as a... Uh, external processor like myself, that probably sounds a little too cold. But... But I think it's true. I think that sometimes you have relationships that, uh, you know, you have, to, you have to choose to invest your time, your energy, sometimes your money into relationships. And if people aren't willing to do the same thing for you, uh, then it might be some indication that they're not really worth your time, energy, or your money. And so I've been blessed by figuring out the people who I want in my life uh, and trying. Sometimes I'm not a, sometimes I'm not always a good friend and stay in contact with everybody, but, um, but the people in my life are the, are the ones I want there. You might be asking yourself uh, what the heck any of this has to do with inspiration, uh, but I think it's the people around you who, who give you a source to draw inspiration from, uh, a source to draw hope from. Even when you're in your darkest moments, they're the people who you can rely on to provide you with the light. Anytime I'm facing significant challenges, uh, I know that I can rely on my wife, uh, my best friends, uh, but... Usually, still the first people I'll call is my mom and dad. My dad is uh, has a calm, cool demeanor about him, but every time I speak with him about something that's troubling me, he offers me a critical eye and uh, a perspective that I haven't always considered myself. When I talk with my mom, she gives me Advice I know to be true, but it's not always the stuff I want to hear, and she's never afraid of telling me, <laughs> telling me those things that I don't want to hear. Of the people who offer me the most critical perspective of the situations I'm looking at, uh, it's likely both my, uh, my wife and my dad. My wife will often play devil's advocate. My dad will ask some tremendous questions to get me to reflect on my situation. But then there are other people in my life uh, that, that recharge the batteries. I can remember instances and feeling just really burnt out and uh, frustrated with... I don't even know. Uh, just frustrated at life. 
uh, and I was preparing for a spring break trip uh, to Memphis, Tennessee last year. I was uh, I was questioning my my role, my place in higher ed, uh, and here I had to go lead a uh, a week long trip to Memphis, Tennessee, with my with the students in my leadership program, and uh, I knew they didn't want to go. Their energy around me, their energy about not wanting to go was starting to rub off on me. But we left. We made regional news because we got uh, stuck in a ditch because of a, a, a weird snow uh, plus traffic pile-up kind of a thing uh, put us into a ditch. Uh, we all had a good laugh about that, uh, even though we were all uh, basically pooping our pants. But we got uh, we got to our destination. We did some really great service work. We had a great time spending time with one another. And by the end of the trip, none of us wanted to go home. Well, I did, uh, of course, because uh, my wife and my dog. But there was no question that the group had become closer, that uh, we had made a difference. And, uh, you know, it just it recharged the batteries for sure. Uh, I know I can say for myself it definitely recharged mine. And so I finished my email to the chaplain by uh, talking about those sources in which inspire me. It's the students who I get to see. I know that I've made a difference uh, by being able to see how they react to certain situations, uh, by how they interact with me and with other people. I draw my source of energy and inspiration from, from my wife. She's always been a supporter uh, she was the, she was the one that helped even get the podcast off of the ground in the first place. Uh, she always allows me to explore the things that I want to do, uh, and you know, vice versa. I do the same thing for her. And so it's about the people that you choose to invite into your life. I think that help you pick up your inspiration, identify what those things that are that inspire you. It's the things that, the people that help you live your best life. The people that give you a reason to get out of bed every morning. Or in the evening, whenever you work. So how do you draw your inspiration? And who do you, who helps you find that inspiration? Because without that, my friends, uh, it is damn hard uh, to get much positive work done around here. Let's continue the conversation. Tell me what you, uh, tell me where you draw your inspiration from, or who inspires you. Uh, you can interact with me on social media, Instagram at MC underscore Leadership Guy or Twitter MC Leadership Guy. You can follow along with all of my speaking adventures by following my website at www.jakespeaks.org. Make sure you do me the favor of helping the show grow by writing a review and leaving a five-star rating. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, take care.